Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good afternoon, uh, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. It's a Post Daily Dose on the road edition. I just pulled over here um, before I head down to see a family because I know where where I've got to go I'm not going to get any signals so and then I'm also late because I was visiting with another family and I was actually going to stand outside because it's really beautiful but there's a lot of cars kind of driving through this intersection here and um, probably more just noisy and so this is going to be a really short daily dose because I got to go pee and I can't be talking too long because my eyeballs might start floating. So, all of that to say, hello Mimi. I was um, visiting with a, a, a mom today and we were talking about the different stages of healing and how COVID has has created some challenges as far as that's concerned. Hillary's been calling me grumpy all day. Hello there, Tracy. Hello there, Mimi. I am being very safe. Um, the, how COVID has impacted some of the, 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 the healing stages that I like to uh, walk families through. And, you know, one, one of my moms today was asking me, like, what's next? What's that next? What's that next level? And for me, it's not all, it's not ever a next level. It's a deeper level. I believe, and, and in fact, I don't believe I know that in order to heal something, you have to feel it. And that our ability to heal the things in our lives and in our homes and in our relationships with our children are all very much emotionally oriented. And I think that this is a part of what gets confusing. Um, there, there are really two ways to change the brain. Um, Bruce Perry says one is emotional impact and the other is through repetition. And in the work that I do, the one-on-one -on -one work that I do, the work that I enjoy doing the most is the work when we're re really getting into emotional expression. Because the deep emotional expression, the deep emotional connection and awareness around our pain body, around the things that cause us discomfort, that ability what what it does fundamentally is it grows into our it grows in our conscious mind because it's unconscious and when you take an unconscious experience and you are able to breathe into it and to connect it connect to it and feel it you're able to make it more conscious as you make it more conscious that gives you the opportunity to shine a light on it which allows you to be able to heal it and then from there it's the repetition it's the daily repetition and so what does this mean for you guys just you know day to day I mean I had a session with a dad who um, was really struggling with his daughter and as he was talking to me I could feel the tension in, in his chest and his vulnerability his vulnerability grow as though he was trapped and physically of course he's a grown man he's not trapped you know his daughter's 10 years old but emotionally, he feels very trapped. And so helping him to just acknowledge 
for himself that feeling. See, if you can't acknowledge that feeling for yourself, it's going to be really hard to acknowledge that feeling for anyone else. Because a lot of times what we first want to do is we want to, we want to look at how we try to help someone else. Or we want to look at where they need to heal their own, their own stuff and, and do their own work. But the reality is, is it all starts with us. Everything that is showing up in, in some capacity or another starts with us because we have a mere reflection of what is being presented to us at any time. And so our ability to really just own our overwhelm, own our vulnerability, own our helplessness, which oftentimes ties into a cascade of other core emotions and feelings, helps us gain greater control over it. In that manner, healing becomes very simple. It becomes a matter of honoring a feeling that you're having. And a lot of times that feeling will connect into a past experience. And then you can honor that feeling and that experience. But a lot of times it's just a matter of honoring where you're at right in the moment. And then being able to gain awareness over that, which gains you, gives you some power. And that is in every situation. And then it becomes a matter of repetition. So when you learn the love-based parenting model, it is showing up for your children over and over and over and over and over again in that love-based understanding way so that when they are stressed out and they're overwhelmed, you're not perpetuating their stress and their fear with more stress and fear. When you stop perpetuating their stress and fear with more stress and fear, you actually create an environment and a relationship that allows for the seeds of healing and the growth of healing and ultimately the growth of love. So in order to heal something, you very much have to feel it. It's not a talking thing. We do a lot of talking as a species. We like to talk. We love to talk. We love to talk, try to talk through problems. But the problems that most of us are facing are not talking problems. If they were talking problems, you could talk yourself right out of it. But the reality is, is that it is an emotional problem. And I was talking to another mom about vibrations and um, jump spiritual in you guys, which to me all this stuff is spiritual, is that the Bible, there are actually books, entire books missing from the Bible that most people don't even aren't even aware of. You know, there is a, a Gospel of Q, there's a Gospel of Thomas, there's these books that were apparently some of the original writings of Jesus and many of them contain aspects of metaphysical metaphysical statements even the bible the, the the books you know the new testament you know a lot of things that Jesus did did announce and pronounce and say really speaks to a metaphysical experience but that is an energetic experience metaphysical is just above the physical. That means vibration, electrical. It's physics. And we don't realize that so much, and this, this is something I'm growing deeper in, that so much of our communication is nonverbal. It is vibrational. You, we, me, we communicate vibrationally. Hang on. If, 
Mm, yep, send him. That's one of my kiddos. I'm going to send him a message. I'll call him back. We communicate vibrationally so in so much more of a pronounced, profound way than we do even with our words. This one mom was talking about, you know, feeling some sadness about potential loss of a foster child and how she's noticed uh, some regression with her, with this foster child. And that's what brought the conversation up as we started talking about, hello, Catherine, as we started talking about, as she was talking about this seemingly regressed behavior as a pro byproduct, hey, Mama Wilma, as a byproduct she even thought it was probably because of the sadness she's been feeling. And she said, you know, it makes me want to pull away. And we both got emotional. Because <laughs> as I started talking to, to her about it, and I know this little kid has gone through so much, it's like, then I get emotional. And so I just say that to her, and I, I, I felt emotional. And so she's crying, I'm crying, and we're having this conversation about a nonverbal experience that his brain is picking up on and he doesn't even understand it so the way to healing the path to healing is through the emotional expression you know there's a reason I advocate and support kids when they're upset and they yell and they're mad it's because that's a pathway in their brain and they've not had any counter experiences to that pathway and so when I don't yell back and when I don't punish and when I don't threaten, but when I can just dial myself down and take a step back and give them a chance to work through that energy, all of a sudden they realize that they're not going to die, that they are safe. And then what happens is they get to experience their own sense of shame and vulnerability. And even when they can't say it, there's remorse in there. There's a sadness in there that comes as a natural byproduct of someone creating a love-based environment. And you, you know, we create that for our children too. So you gotta heal it to feel it. You gotta, in order to, in order to heal it, you've gotta feel it. And you guys all have that possibility. So now I've just said here, you guys know I gotta go, to, I gotta go potty, I gotta go pee pee. My eyes are floating. Oh, started chasing the kids. I got my, got my jeans all dirty today. Got my tomorrow. It's probably not going to look like ground, Groundhog Day because I'm going to have to change. I went chasing after one of my kids and he fell. Now get this. He fell. I went chasing after him. He fell. So I should have just been able to jump right on top of him because that was my plan. Because he wouldn't come over so I could hug him. So I told him I was going to come get it. I was going to take it. As I'm running after him, I literally could not stop myself. And I took a big old tumble out in the yard. Of course, we're both busting up laughing. But I'm like, dang. My brain is still so much younger than my spirit, than my physical body. And then I will probably feel it tomorrow. In fact, I'm already feeling it. And that's a guy with some construction stuff. And that's really who I was going to see. So I hope that wasn't him because I haven't met him. So anyway, I got to go, guys. Anyway, have a great evening. Big Papa loves you. God bless each and every one of you. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. You can continue to react from the same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. Or you can stop, slow down, take three to ten deep breaths, and choose love. And I hope you choose love. We'll see you tomorrow. And I'll try not to be late. But no promises. Hard working brother around here.